What's up, everyone? This is Jacob Moses, host of the Not Boring Tech Writer, where in each episode, we teach technical writers a different skill so they can enhance their skill sets, improve their marketability, diversify their career, and in turn, prove to their friends, their coworkers, their moms that technical writing is not a boring career. This episode's skill, transitioning from tech writing to marketing. Many technical writers feel like they're stuck in an inescapable documentation vortex, that their ability to analyze an audience, determine a correct tone, and write clear and concise copy is reserved just for documentation. It's a nasty, nasty stereotype, and today, you're going to learn how to break it. My guest today is Adam Fout, technical writer turned content writer and social media manager at Blue Steel Solutions. Together, we'll discuss how your skills as a technical writer translate into marketing so you can bust out of the documentation vortex and take the next step in your career into marketing. Enjoy. Adam, what's good, brother? How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm awesome. I, I just took a nap, threw down some mango. So <laughs> I am I'm rejuvenated and ready to chat. Let's do it. So Adam, you have a really cool story behind your professional career. Mm-hmm. Getting a formal education in tech writing, starting your career as a tech writer, but then transitioning into marketing. And it's it's such a cool story because it proves that technical writers aren't reserved to writing manuals, procedures, proposals, mm-hmm. and that those tech writing skills really do transverse industries. Yeah. Uh, so Adam, let's take let's talk about that journey, starting with how you got involved in tech writing. Sure. So I do want to point out I don't think it's it's super uncommon for people to make that transition in one direction or the other um, to go into marketing from tech writing or vice versa because like you said a lot of the skills that you need to be a good uh, marketing writer will apply to being a tech writer and vice versa um, skill being able to write consistently clearly to write for an audience etc are valued in both pro- professions but um, so I went to school to get an English degree, and um, my reason for that was because I they forced me to pick. Eventually, I couldn't <laughs> undecided, <laughs> so I I sat down one night and I said, "What do I want? What do I like to do? I don't know what the heck I'm doing here." Um, so I said, "You know, I like to read, so um, and I like to write, so I'll be an English literature major." And so I got that degree. And I left school, and I was like, okay, where are the jobs? And just waited for the jobs to flow in, and uh, obviously that never happened. Um, The professional development side of it never really um, took place. I I never really was told or or learned how how I was supposed to transition this one skill, these skills that I had developed, which was good writing, um, good critical thinking skills, um, into... A job, so I started to look into it, and I learned about the tech writing program at UNT, which was something that I sort of knew existed, but I really started to look into it now, and it seemed like a way that I could use the skills that I already had to um, to make a living. And so I went back uh, to school, and I got involved in the tech writing program, and I found that. 
our particular program had a big focus on professional development, so that was helpful. Mm-hmm. But it showed me how to really. I re, I learned that I I didn't have quite the skills I thought I had. So I learned how to write for an audience. I learned how to write clearly and concisely, especially and so forth. And um, as I was there, there were um, there was a, a teacher who taught a class on um, on how to write for uh, perfect for like advertising basically. And I took that and I found it really enjoyable. It was very fun, a different kind of writing than I'd been doing. Um, I really enjoyed it. And so I started to look into that, but all my other classes were oriented on documentation hmm. and, and re- just writing, you know, procedures and be very clear in your writing and so forth. So um, this was kind of new to me, this um, a way of being, of focusing more on the persuasive side um, than on just um, like being as, as clear as humanly possible and, and thinking about the user all the time. So I, um, I pursued that and I, I found a, um, an internship at a small marketing company. And when I went in there, they just wanted a tech writer. Um, so they just had me doing some tech writing stuff and uh, writing a, a few manuals for WordPress for their clients. And but that progressed, and they allowed me because it was a very small company. It was only two people at the time. They gave me the um, I, I was they were willing to let me try some other things, and I expressed interest in um, doing some marketing communications. And so they let me write a few blog posts, and you know, I I just kept going with it, and I ended up getting employed there, and now I do that full time. Heck yeah! So let, let's rewind just a bit. Um, so you, you, you got your bachelor's in technical communication, um, at UNT represent, mm-hmm. um, and then, <laughs> and then, um, after you received that degree, um, and with this, this greater confidence to, um, to take on the job search compared to your, uh, your lit major, um, what kind of jobs were you initially looking for? Did you think that, um, your job search was reserved just for tech writing, or did you already kind of had this idea of marketing um, from that class you took? No, I mean that class and really um, some others. There was another class with your last guest, um, Doctor Lamb, that kind of opened my eyes to other possibilities for writers, and that my and showing me that my skills could even, um, you know, even find their way into uh, into um, programming, possibly at least mm-hmm. doing some front end stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I knew then that these skills were broadly applicable. Um, and it, and I would learn that very quickly, especially in the, in those classes where, um, you know, professors would pull me aside and say, look, you're good at this, but this is, this isn't the only thing, um, you know, you don't have to just write documentation. You don't have to just write manuals. And, um, yeah, I, I, so I, I think that, um, I, I learned pretty early on that these were, these were skills. And when I started to talk to other people too, and started to interview people, um, who were, who were in the same space, other tech writers, I started to see that there were, there were a lot of these transitions of tech writers from one job to another or from one job into tech writing. And that kind of gave me the idea that, okay, you know, this is something that, this is a skill set that can be used in a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's so encouraging too. It really is. Um, 
so you got hired by this this marketing consulting firm um, once you finished up at UNT. Uh, what kind of projects did they initially have you on as a tech writer before you went into the marketing department? Yeah, so um, so I I applied at some other places. You know, I applied at uh, Southwest Airlines. I applied at I think I applied at um, NI. So I applied at a few places, but this was. Um, this is the one that picked me up, Blue Steel Solutions, and uh, and I like that because they're in Denton and they're a local company. So they started me off just doing WordPress, uh, a WordPress manual for their clients. Mm. So their clients are small business owners, uh, and so that was my project to start out. Um, and then they had me writing proposals, which really, I mean, two two very different types of writing, right? Yeah. I had to do. Um, you know, sudden I'd switch in the morning from being a persuasive writer to the afternoon writing, um, you know, procedure. And, um, you know, it, the, the writing those proposals was, I guess, a good in between, I think. Um, because then when I started to write the actual blog posts and then other, um, other marketing stuff like, uh, the social media posts, then I really was able to, um, I was able to to not have to jump directly from procedure, which is you know do this, do this, do this, and making sure it's very clear to suddenly doing something very very different, trying to uh, persuade people. Um, it it was uh, it was it was kind of a gradual shift into the blatant like here's what what we're doing, here's why you should buy this, here's why we think our product is best, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, and that that can be uh, a tricky switch going from just that very um, methodical language, um, and then going into more persuasive language, really changing that tone. Um, but as technical writers, um, it seems that's what the trend is that we're called um, to really be able to do both. Um, especially if you foresee yourself um, eventually switching careers and going into um, the marketing industry. Absolutely, you know, I think that. Um I was talking to someone about this just a couple hours ago that uh, we're today just in general workers are expected to do more with less. Mm-hmm. We just are. Um, and so and I think that tech writers very much fall into that um, into this umbrella of you can't just be good at one very particular type of writing unless you're like really extraordinarily good at it. Um, because there are many, many people who who can do this, and our value comes not just in um, being able to write a manual, but in a, being able to write in a variety of different tones, being able to write uh, in a variety of different ways, um, to especially to be able to write persuasively. Because that, while writing procedure is something that someone with English as a second language they can pick up and do um, with a fair amount of ease. Writing a persuasive document, and this is the really tough part, writing something that is humorous, mm-hmm. uh, especially in a subtle way, which marketing often calls for, um, that is something that you're just, that is going to take a lot of time and practice with the English language to be able to pick up, you know. So that's something, too, that I, I think that um, that I really liked about marketing writing that really drew me to it was that I was able to be funny. You know, I was able to joke around a little bit. And then this is something that's really admirable about tech writers whenever they do go into marketing. We already have that foundational training of writing crisp, clear, and concisely. 
Mm-hmm. And then, so we're, we can already present ourselves as very sophisticated, good writers. Mm-hmm. And then given the opportunity to throw some humor in there, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a remarkable combo. It really is. Yeah. And it makes, it makes your day more interesting and more fun. I think, you know, there was, um, writing manuals is an, is an art, you know, writing procedure is an art for sure. And there is an art to trying to figure out the precise combination of words and that is both clear and concise and, and moving things around so that it, a user can understand intuitively how to move through a document and doesn't have to think as much or, or get lost. That's an art, you know, that's really difficult. Um, but it's a different, I think, I feel like with marketing, um, with Marcom, it's it's just a little more laid back, you know. There, the art is still there, um, but it's it's in a different form, and there's um, you know there's just more there's more room to breathe is is how I would describe mm-hmm. it. You know, you're not you're not um, you're allowed to to have fun. You're allowed to explore your your writing um, skills, if you will. Yes, not reserved to a style guide. No, no, exactly. So you were working as a tech writer um, for Blue Steel Solutions. Um, whenever you realized um, that you wanted to have a future in Marcom, did you approach the authority within your company or did they already kind of notice that skill embedded within you and decide to bring you into marketing? How did that happen? So um, I think it was a little bit of both. I had, I had expressed um, some interest in it uh, initially. Um, and so, but, and they were like, you know, that's wonderful, but that's not what we need you for. <laughs> you know, they're, they didn't have that kind of work that, well, they did, but they didn't feel like they wanted to give it to someone. Um, you know, because it was just my boss. She was, she was doing all the, um, most of the writing at that point. No, she was doing all the writing before I came on. Um, so she just had another developer. So it, it came up as another client. Uh, she picked up a client and she needed someone to write um, blog posts once a week and did not have the time to do so herself because she was busy building websites and doing other things. So um, that my initial interest, and I think that was important because I, I wonder, I, I know, I feel strongly that had I not expressed that interest and said to that, said to her repeatedly, if this comes up, I would like to do it. Please give me this chance um, that that ever would have would have happened that mm-hmm. she may have just said, well, you know, it's just a tech writer. I need to get a, a you know, a persuasive writer. Um, but, yeah, I see I, w- I was in kind of a um, not a unique position, but I was in a, a more favorable position than someone at a large company is that a large company. Uh, you don't have these kinds of. You know, it's not just oh yeah. You know, let Bob come down here and try his hand at Marcom. You know, it doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really work that way. You know, they they hire experts for it, so uh, it's it is difficult to transition from one side or another. And, and my boss and I had a conversation at some point um, where we talked because I had told her I said, you know, I really want to get um, start writing for the the um, space industry, you know, for the commercial space industry. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, you know, I'm I'm half tempted to just become a, a tech writer within that industry so I can learn the the uh, the jargon and whatnot and understand the industry and then try to break into Marcom. And she was like, you know, um, it's really hard to make that transition um, once you're deep within that industry. Um, and I was like, you know, I, I could see that. 
but I also see lots of people. She, she herself was a tech writer for a number of years and then went off and started doing marketing writing. So I think there's a perception out there that you can't, that, you, that you're pigeonholed, that once you, you've been writing as a tech writer for two years, well, you're stuck. You know, there's no way out. That you just can't do other types of writing. And that's just simply not true. And, you know, she told me that and I thought it was very, very odd, you know, that um, that she said that. But I, I have found that, um, you know, the, these skills do do transition. It just, you know, it takes a little bit of getting used to. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you took action. And now you're yeah. you're there. You're in you're in the mark. <laughs> um, and then so now that you're doing marketing communication, um, I mean, man, what do you think? We talked about it a little bit earlier, how we can kind of insert the the subtle humor and um not be not be stuck to a style guide so what do you what are you thinking so far compared to um your past experience in tech writing yeah i think uh, and you know i had done other uh types of tech writing as well i had done some um stuff on my own here and there and i had done some stuff to get my foot in the door and just really get some practice which is I think especially if, if you have anyone listening who's new into tech writing, it's like how do I, you know, how do I get practice in this? What I did was to work with some nonprofits and student groups. Awesome. Um, so I, I found, uh, and eventually that did lead to paid work. Eventually, I did have a student group approach me and say, "We'd like to pay you <laughs> this time to do some work for us." But I was able to get some practice and get my foot in the door there, uh, and work with a, a local nonprofit and just do some documentation for them. Um, but yeah, I, um, now that I've been doing, uh, marketing writing for a little while, um, you know, it, it's just fun. Um, it's a, it's a lot of fun because I can, I can really put a lot of personality into the document. And I think this might be where, uh, individual personalities really come into play. Some people just in, like, um, you know, some people are born to be salespeople. You know, they, they love that kind of stuff. They love going and, and going to networking events and talking to everyone and getting and following up and making cold calls and all that garbage that I w- that just gives me a heart attack to think, of, you know. So and and there are other people who just love to spend all day long working physically outside. And that's great. Um, you know, that's not me. And I think the same can be said for for marketing writing there. I think um, a lot of people, it, they just don't don't feel it, you know, they don't feel like they want their personality to be in the writing, you know, uh, like they, they kind of enjoy, um, the, the sort of anonymity you get, um, from being a, a tech writer. Um, and it's a nice kind, it is a, a very nice kind of behind the scenes making a difference, but you know, be, if you're really great at it, nobody knows, you know, that kind of a mm-hmm. deal. Um, at the supportive structure behind companies, etc. Um, but I think w- with marketing writing, you're very much putting yourself out there. Uh, and that was one struggle I had at the beginning was, okay, I'm not writing this as a as anonymous writer three. You know, I'm not writing this as as tech writer two. Um, I'm writing this and putting my name at the end. And that's that's kind of odd for me because I've been used to my name not appearing anywhere and just almost ghostwriting. Um, so I I think that that took a little getting used to. But once I I got used to it, I was like, what? This is actually pretty enjoyable because then I was able to form these connections with people, and people would comment on um, 
on blog posts I would write and say, hey, you know, um, this is really great and thank you for writing this and, and check out this thing that I wrote. And it, and it allowed me to form these really cool relationships that I wouldn't have been able to have otherwise uh, had I been, because I, I think of my coworker, um, he, you know, he builds all the websites, you know, he makes, he plays a huge integral role at our company, um, but practically nobody knows him, you know, and, and the reason is because he's in one of those jobs that's in the background. Every, it, it, our company depends on him, um, but, you know, his, his job isn't seen. And so getting used to having all, you know, all the stuff you're doing, you're the face of the company in many ways if you're doing marketing writing. Uh, even for a large company, you're representing a portion of that face, you know. So I think there, it, it, it's a different kind of, um, of writing in the sense that it's, it's more interactive, you know, um, in a way that, that tech writing might not be. Yes, and that, that, that's a great comment about um, your face and name being associated with your work. Um, so if, if tech writers are considering going into marketing communication, um, that that's something that they need to be prepared for and that they're yeah. essentially having, um, a second responsibility of, like you said, being, um, being a face of the company mm-hmm. in a sense. It's like, oh, so-and-so said this. I mean, you, you now, you now represent the company to front end users. Yeah. It's big time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, very good, brother. That was a remarkable conversation, and I I really hope that the listeners feel encouraged by this to not feel like they're being pigeonholed um, yeah. by their by their tech writing um, job title, and that really, like we covered, I mean, it is it is broad skills that we learn as tech writers, and it it applies to multiple industries. Um, and Adam, just thank you so much, man, for for really hitting that on the head today and really unpacking that for us. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Of course, brother. And if people want to holler and um, learn more about you, um, find you on the internet, um, where where can we find you? Yeah. So um, my blog is adamfout.com, although I neglect the hell out of that blog. <laughs> so um, you're going to find most of my writing on our business blog, which is Blue Steel, at bluesteelsolutions.com. Um, but I also run the social media accounts there um, at bluesteeltx, um, and steel has an E at the end of it, so S-T-E-E-L-E. Um, is where I, I spend a lot of time on Twitter and then my Twitter handle is at Adam Fout too. And, uh, I tweet about marketing and other weird stuff all the time from there. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and make a plug. Um, Adam also writes remarkable blog posts on LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> real funny stuff. That's also applicable to our industry. So yeah, I, I try to write for the writers. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's dope. It's- I'm into it. Thanks. Well, Adam, that was awesome. Thank you so much, brother, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Bye.